Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. What's shaking, Red Nation? This is Jeremy Brenner here with another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake. Of all things, Houston Rockets at Estimation.com. Hosting this podcast non-live tonight. Had a very interesting Sunday, very interesting weekend, and couldn't get to this until late this evening, Sunday night. And wanted to get y'all your game recap podcast before we get to Monday night's game against the Washington Wizards. We'll pre- We'll preview that game a little bit. We'll talk about today and maybe some things in between. But looking at today's game against the Memphis Grizzlies, Rockets fall short. Final score, 122-98. I don't really feel that the score is very indicative of how the game truly was. I mean, if you take if you take the idea 122 minus 98 is a 24-point loss. I don't know if necessarily that is – this game maybe felt more like a – 15 to 17 point loss, but at the end of the day, a loss is a loss, and it's obviously something we don't want to see. Um, and the Rockets just kind of this is just a forgetful game, and I, I don't want to touch too long on it because it just don't feel like this game was really helpful towards the future of this season and the future of this team. And it's a game that you're gonna want to forget, but 
One thing that's hard to forget about this game is, is Kevin Porter in that early first half run. So Kevin Porter, he airballs a three or, or something along the lines of that. He misses a three pretty badly. And he doesn't get back on defense. And he looks like he's limping on the next trip up. And Silas tries taking him out of the game. He comes out of the game, but he immediately checks himself back in. And it was just a very awkward turn of events. And I really don't have a whole lot of explanation for it. I am going to look to see what Steven Silas said in the post-game comments and see what he had to say, if I can pull them up here. Um, so, but it was just a very bizarre, it was a, just a very bizarre game. And that was a very bizarre moment during the game. So, you know, I was just curious to see kind of what people's thoughts were about that. And look, to me, I think I said it on the last episode about, uh, having Kevin Porter injure his ankle very often. It seems like it's happened more than once, uh, you know, more than more than just once. I mean, but we're talking about a handful of occasions where it doesn't really feel like a coincidence anymore. And that raises some eyebrows for me, and it raises some questions. I'm also looking at Steven Silas, and, like, I love Steven Silas. I really do, but it is getting harder and harder to defend him. And I just feel like in that moment, he didn't have control of the team. And I think that the players like him and I think players like playing for him, but I think you can start to sense the frustration of being the league's worst team and being just in a, in a long losing season. And I mentioned a couple episodes ago how this season is longer than what other people have, you know, gone through. This is a full 82 game season for the first time since at least 2018, 2019. And most of these guys weren't even in the league when that happened. So it's, it's a test of endurance with these guys. But also at the same time, there's just the spirit doesn't feel like it's there anymore, which is really, Unfortunate, and it's really frustrating to watch as a fan, um, especially when you know you're 17 and 54. It's just not what you want to see, and I don't really know if there's much of an answer to fix it. I mean, look, there's I think four weeks left in the season, or three weeks left in the season, something like that. Yeah, three weeks from Sunday, yesterday is the final game of is the final game of the season. So. The Rockets are going to have to, in these final three weeks, get some momentum going into this offseason because I feel like a lot of these problems that they currently have are like, okay, well, they'll fix that in the offseason. They'll fix that in the offseason and all that. But still, let these games matter. Let these games count for something. Don't just go through the motions because then you're developing bad habits. And... You want to have, like, here's a good example. The Suns, the Suns are a great example. In the bubble two years ago, the Suns had really nothing to play for except for pride. And they weren't going to be in the playoffs, even though they were invited to the bubble. Yet they won every single one of their games in the bubble. They went 8-0, and they used that momentum 
obviously with the help of Chris Paul, but they used that momentum to get off to a strong start the following season. And now they are the best team in the league by, I think, about eight games. So, yeah, I think that that just goes to show you that these games matter. Nine games, in fact, uh, is the lead that the Suns have over every team in the league right now. So, obviously, there's way more to that than just playing well at the end of the previous season. But, like, fight for these games. You want to have, you want to have some kind of hoorah. You want to have some kind of passion, some kind of drive. And I, and I just feel like it's been sucked out of this team a little bit, partially because of the teams losing and partially because just they're done. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a, a durability issue, if it's an endurance issue, or if it's a, a team and personnel issue and are the right people there on this team within the coaching staff on the court. I don't know if the people are proving themselves to be the right people there. And I do believe that Steven Silas in these final 11 games is coaching for his job. And I feel like his seat is probably as hot as ever. You look at past the seven game win streak they had at the beginning of the season outside of that win streak, they're 10 and 54, not what you want to see. And they are going to need to tack on some wins here at the end of the season if Steven Silas wants to keep his job. It's it's pretty simple. They're going to have some opportunities to do that here. They have two games in Portland. They have a game against the Wizards on Monday today. Um, they also have they have some winnable games. Like they have San Antonio, Sacramento. None of those teams are in the playoff picture at, at the moment. So there are winnable games here at the end of the season. They need to be able to grab a couple of those. If they can go three and eight, I'm content with it, to be honest, at this point. Because, But even then, it's not even just about that. It's about competing in these games. And I, and I get, look, the Grizzlies are the second best team in the league. They didn't have John Morant, but they're still a really good team. But it's just the the body language doesn't look right. The atmosphere around the team doesn't feel right and look they don't have a whole lot to play for this year but that doesn't mean they shouldn't be putting in every little bit of effort they have left they they've definitely struggled over these past couple games i think the the pacers win on friday or the pacers loss on friday i should say um did kind of strain some of that you know desire maybe if they won on friday maybe that would have given them a little bit more oomph in this game but they have to find a way to create their own energy and they they aren't very good at that at the moment um so hopefully that can change and and you know what i'll take back what i just said they're not good at creating their energy in a consistent enough basis to ensure that they can be winning games at a regular pace so I don't know if that's a Steven Silas thing. I don't know if that is a Kevin Porter thing. I don't know if that is a Christian Wood thing. I don't know if it's a Rafael Stone thing. It, it could be a combination of all of the above. To me, when it comes to this particular incident, I am more on the side of Kevin Porter. I do think that this is more of a, Kevin Porter can fix his ways more than Steven Silas can. I just... Like, for me, Steven Silas has the mindset, right? 
but the execution is just not there. And I each each game passes by, each day passes by, and I struggle to see Steven Silas being the coach of this team when they're winning. And I think I heard a couple of people on Twitter talking about it, like, you know, maybe it's, you know, it's not that Silas is a, like, he's not, it's not that he's a bad coach. Cause I don't think he is. I think he is. I think he is a good coach. I just don't know if this team is best for his style of play, which is a little bit more laid back, kind of let the guys take control. And Kevin Porter hasn't necessarily earned the right to do what he did today. I don't necessarily believe he has. I do believe that he has potential to be able to have that kind of sway. But I don't believe he has yet. He hasn't really won anything yet. And that, to me, is kind of where it's at with Kevin Porter. I feel like this is something that Kevin Porter can get past. It could have just been we caught him on a bad day. Could have been just frustration for everything that's going on. But Kevin Porter needs to get his mindset right. And he's he's just interesting because at this point, the Rockets can afford to take on that risk. The risk becomes a little bit more less... The, the risk becomes a little less affordable after the offseason because he will have an extension. And I'm not saying the Rockets shouldn't sign him to an extension. I, in fact, they should... Like, if they don't sign him to an extension, I'd be shocked. They, they will be signing him to an extension this offseason. How much that money is, that's something that he can work towards in these final handful of games. He could win himself a couple million dollars here and there if he plays uh, to the highest level that we know that he can play. And he has such a high ceiling, and we know that. We've seen that live. We've seen him drop 50 in a game. We know what he can do. And he's not necessarily going to be that every night, but with everything that he has in his game as a person, as a player, as all that, the potential is still there and the Rockets can afford that. There's going to be a time, though, when enough talent joins the Rockets that they might not need Kevin Porter anymore to be in that primary guard role. He can be that player, but he's going to have some competition coming up in these next couple of years he's going to have to prove that he's worthy of that spot and the potential of the 2023, 2024 draft picks and whichever next guard the Rockets really want to invest in is, is worth keeping over Kevin Porter. I think this is like the genesis of it. I, I don't think that the Rockets should, you know, not think that Kevin Porter is their future based on today. But it, it does kind of, you throw this into the back of the head and you don't forget that this happened because you, this, is a, this is a negative on his pro-con list. And I do believe that you need to get to a point where the pros heavily outweigh the cons. And with Kevin Porter, it's just it's frustrating because I feel like with him, he takes a step forward, takes a step back, takes another step, two, two steps forward, another three steps back. And I really want it to work with him because I really do think that he has a ceiling that not a whole lot of attainable rockets uh, in the future can get to. So I think that having him work is essential to the team's success and when the team will succeed. If Kevin Porter can be the height of his powers and Jalen Green develops at the rate that he's going at and the, and the draft pick this year does the same and Shangun 
and Christopher and all that, and all of that keeps hitting, the Rockets have the potential to be really good really quickly, probably by 2024. And that is what a lot of people consider to be the timeline of this rebuild and when they need to get out of this bottom three gutter because Oklahoma City owns that pick from the Chris Paul-Russell Westbrook swap. So I don't necessarily think that they need to rush it, let it happen organically. If this is where it is, this is where it is. But I also do think that there is part of them that wants to be successful by then. Granted, of course, you have those draft picks from the Nets that are unprotected after 2024. So it's not like 2024 is the end-all, be-all, and if they aren't good by then, break up the team. But you want to be as good as pot. Like, you want this to be – you don't want to necessarily rush the rebuild, but you do want to be able to get out of this quickly because it's just not – it's not a, a, a very – it's not a very shiny item. It's very hard to sell tickets for a team that – loses by 20 plus on their home floor very often. So I know that the Vertita family and, and Tillman himself, and of course, and all of the players as well, everyone wants this team to succeed. There's not, that's not the issue. The issue is how quickly can they get there and can they focus their end efforts, you know, quickly enough. And that's something that's going to take some time to figure out. Uh, but, and, and it might take some trial and error with, different players and with different coaches. And I think that we're figuring that out, not necessarily the hard way, but may, maybe a little bit the hard way because you have, you have Silas so far who thought was going to be your guy, but maybe he isn't. And maybe switching out the, uh, maybe switching out Silas for someone a little bit more experienced, uh, a Kenny Atkinson or, a. uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, like, it's, there's so many guys that they could go out and get for this team. I don't necessarily know if, who who would be the right guy. That's not kind of what this episode's about. We'll be definitely talking about that in the future. But to me, if insanity, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. They got to change something. And the players have more leverage right now than Steven Silas does. So when it comes to Steven Silas versus Kevin Porter, you're going to invest your future in Kevin Porter before you do Steven Silas. And I do feel like those two are the primary instigators for today's act, today's actions. And this is a strike against Silas, and he's going to need to find a way to bury that and bury it with something positive if he wants to keep his job for next season. Preview to the Wizards game. Quick one at that. Rockets obviously coming off the back-to-back. I want to see more energy from these guys, man. That's just, that's the main key. And let's let's act like we're playing for something. Let's act like it is game seven of the NBA Finals. Why not? Why not? And you're only going to get growth from this team because look the whole it's not like the whole team is is struggling right now and is is giving sloppy effort and just not 100 percent but shangun had a really good game today uh he had 12 points nine boards off the bench uh it was nice to see dacian nicks out there kj looked really strong as well 15 points for him and you know Jalen struggled the starting lineup all kind of struggled and they didn't play a whole lot but I want to see 
more energy from these guys, man. Let's just get some energetic people out there. That's why KJ plays well. That's why Christopher has been strong. He had seven assists today. That was nice to see. And they don't even need to lose. You know, They don't even need to win or lose. That's not really what I'm thinking about. It's just more along the lines of give this team some energy, give this team some oomph, give this team some push. And I think you get a team that is better than what you currently have. So I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. We'll be back tomorrow night. Mike will be hosting a live show on Spotify Green Room right after the game. So be sure to tune in there for that. We're playing the Wizards tomorrow. We beat the Wizards in Washington earlier this year. I believe the Wizards, if we beat them in Toyota Center, be the only team that we've swept all year long. So I really hope that we can grab this win. Maybe gives this team some confidence moving into the final 10 games of the season. And then, of course, we have Wednesday's game against Dallas. I believe Mike is also on for that one. And then also we have, I believe, Friday. Friday night, the Rockets start their two-game set with the Blazers. Uh, It's a back-to-back, both in Portland, Friday and Saturday. So keep an eye out for those episodes throughout the week. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the at the Dream Take and at DreamShake SBN. You can also head to our website, thedreamshake.com, home of all things Houston Rockets, at SBNation.com. Thank you guys so much for, t- for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets!